Attention listeners, the Mfab podcast features adult language and numerous spoilers. Listener discretion advised. Today on the Mfab podcast, we watch a thing that you fans voted for. So sit back and enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Movies from A to B podcast, better known as the Mfab podcast. Mfab. As always, I am Aaron. And I'm Gavin. And thank you once again for joining us today. And uh, I guess a double thank you goes in mind because this is a yeah. fan-sponsored, voted-on episode, I guess. Yeah, we we put out the poll and we got some tallies. Yeah, and we made a decision based on those tallies. Yeah, so we put out a poll over on our Instagram uh, between what was it, Battlefield Earth, Night of the Demons, and then our ultimate winner in a tight race, winning. Let's see, let's bring up the stats here uh, with six thousand four hundred thirty-seven votes narrowly beating out night of the demons by one vote it's 1982's the thing so close so close classic john carpenter yes directed by this is our, said john carpenter this is our b-side movie yeah it's b-side it stars Kurt Russell, Wilford Brimley, Diabetes, uh, Keith David, uh, Richard Masur, and just some other people. We'll highlight them as we get there. Yeah. A whole bunch more. I mean, nice. some of you might recognize some of these names if you're watching, Yeah. you know, uh, lower budget 80 movies. Yeah. But uh, a lot of them are kind of people you would recognize, but probably not know their name. Sure. Sure, sure. I recognize two guys. I recognize, well, three guys. Kurt Russell, Wilfred Brimley, and Keith David. Anybody else? Wait, you recognize Kurt Russell? Yeah. That is amazing. That was a tough one. (laughs) There's another another one, like uh, David Moffat plays uh, Gary. Yeah. He's very recognizable. He's been in a bunch of, like, uh, movies that I know I've seen. Donald (laughs) Donald Moffat. That's who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. What did I say? David. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. See, I don't know his name, but I recognize the shit out of his face. <laughs> I've seen him in stuff before. He's got that face. Yes, he does have that face, Aaron. Yep. That's mm-hmm. a good call. Yeah, nothing I, I've known from. But yeah, anyways, we're not here to talk about Donald Moffat. We're here to about talk we about... We aren't? Well, not, not directly. We're here, about the talk, we're here to talk about the movie that he was in called The Thing. God, I can't fucking talk right now. Oh, this is yeah. great. This is great for a podcast, not being able to talk. Mm-hmm. That's what it's perfect. It's not a necessity or anything. It's a, you know, mostly visual format. So we're good. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm on the same page. <laughs> I've been flubbing on my words all day. Oh, yeah. We're both a little tired. Give us a break here, folks. <laughs> uh, we're getting yeah. our asses off for you. That's yeah. why we're tired. Yes. Yes. Because we love much. you. We appreciate you. Um, surprisingly, this was a movie I have yet to see. This was a blind spot in my film watching agraphy, whatever you want to call it. Um, always knew about I don't know what to call it. <laughs> uh, always <laughs> known about it. Always heard good things about it. Just never got a chance to sit down and watch it. So this was a uh, was super eager for this too. So yeah. 
this is a movie I definitely uh, have seen uh, probably, but only like three or four times, maybe counting the one I just watched. So, you know, I went into it watching it three times, but it's one I'd put on in the background and, you know, just kind of chill out too because it's so relaxing. And this also is a remake, correct, of a Howard Hawks film from 1950, what, 55? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Somewhere around there. Could be wrong on the year, but yeah. So we shall jump in and see what the thing holds. Yeah. All right. Just right right off the get-go, I want to point out, I don't know if uh, what, what DVD you had or what... You have the 4K, right? Yeah, I have the 4K. Blu-ray. How was the music on the menu? Oh, God. It was like the score of the film, I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, but it it had... I turned it on, and I let it play through like two times just because I wanted to fucking listen to it more. Yeah. But it, it's that classic John Carpenter fucking music. It's, yeah. And it builds tension in the menu which is a key component to this movie is like mm-hmm. the fucking tension building, the fucking paranoia. Yeah. Just goes hand in hand with that fucking music, that synthy fucking slow. That it's, eerie synth. Yeah. Yeah. Into like a crescendo of fucking panic, you know? Yeah. I didn't sit on the menu that long, so maybe I'll have to go back and just sit on the menu and see. Yeah. I have just a standard DVD version had okay. it for years. And okay. Yeah. It was just one thing that I noticed right away before I even press play. I was like, fuck, I love this. Okay. Well, I mean, to, what is it, Boomerang, Snowball, whatever, off that, my first note is eerie title credits, which largely in part due to the score, as you oh, yeah. you said. Um, it's always nice to get our credits out of the way right off the bat. I always yeah. enjoy that. Um, and we see a Uf UFO crashing yeah well you know you got a night sky and then we see the ufo like crashing into the earth yeah, yeah. so and then and that's get... when we get the title burn yeah which yeah. i love this fucking title burn this yeah. like slow fucking like i i don't know the facts on it i don't know how they did it but it feels like they like had like you know metal of the word the thing you know I can and act... then they put paper over it and just like burned it off I can actually bring that up for you in trivia. Okay. Yeah. But it's one of those things. It's 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 been used over and over mm-hmm. for like satire and spoofs and shit. But fucking the original, just watching it gives me goosebumps. You know. Sure. Yeah. So stay tuned for trivia if you want to know more about that. Um, yeah. We go from that. We get our timestamp here. Antarctica, nineteen eighty-two, and uh, this was. I was telling you this before. Uh, this is probably not the greatest opening scene to make you feel good, I guess. I, I mean, I want to yeah. put it. <laughs> There's a chopper flying through the Antarctic mountains, uh, hunting a dog. Yeah, they're just trying to trying to kill this dog. Yeah, and I'm like, what? Bunch the of fuck? sociopaths. Oh, what the fuck? This poor dog stuck in the middle of Antarctica. Like at first, yeah. I thought this chopper was coming to like, oh, yay, go go save the doggy. No, he whips out a fucking rifle and just starts firing at it. I'm like, what the fuck? So, uh, hey, it's five o'clock. <laughs> just so you all know. <laughs> One thing about uh, this movie that really uh, brings me back um, at a certain point in my life, I had nothing going on for myself. And I actually applied 
a few times to uh, Scott Air Force Base, Antarctica. Antarctica. Really? And that was after seeing this movie. Huh. Just terrifying. But <laughs> the life they live out there is fucking crazy. There's oh, nothing around besides other like science research bases. Oh, yeah. And I applied to be a cook there. And apparently it takes like 10 years before you can actually get, or well, six to 10 years before you get like a callback, you know? Yeah. And then you have to get prepared and then go and then fucking buy all the gear and shit. But yeah. this was actually a dream life of mine. <laughs> Was living okay. in the middle of fucking Antarctica. Well, on the coast of Antarctica. Sure. And I mean, you've lived in Wisconsin for many, many years, so you're already pretty used to the cold. So. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's snowing today, and it's summer. Yeah. It's spring, but yeah. It, it's, it's fucking... It was 81 yeah. yesterday. Yep. I today, went, it's snowing. <laughs> I went golfing yesterday in shorts and a polo and got sunburn, and today it's 40 degrees and rain slash snowing. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't know how bad you guys are getting hit where you're at, but we already got like probably about a half inch of snow. Oh, we have no snow. It's just oh, been it's yeah. just been rain. Yeah, dude, it's been snow oh. up where in Darlington. That's wild because you're not that crazy far far away from me. So yeah, I'll take pictures after we record. Send okay. To you. Okay. Uh, All right. So yeah, um, we're following this dog escaping this uh, chopper. Uh, shows up at this research station um there's a bunch of scientists guys just chilling but was it uh mac kurt russell's character i'm just gonna call him mac it's mccready mccready yeah mccready i called him mac in my notes he's playing chess against a computer no 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 hold on hold on he's playing drinking chess drinking chess yeah that's where you drink and play chess alone yeah and then uh get pissed off when the computer beats you and you break it <laughs> yeah no he pours booze into it. He's just trying to be nice. So, you know, he's drinking. The chess wizard can drink too, you know? I loved it. He's like, he's like, yeah, let's see what you got now. He's like, sits back all excited. And then she's like, checkmate. And just fucking fuck you, bitch. <laughs> fuck you, you fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah. So, um, they go out to see this dog. The chopper's kind of circling the camp now. Yeah. Um, they must have been throwing goddamn grenades like bats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this dog comes and meets the the crew. These guys there. Uh, this chopper guy. Have they? They've landed at this point. He kind of gets out and still yeah, shoot, yeah. shooting at the dog. Winds up uh, uh, shooting one of the crew members, Fuchs. Right? Was it Fuchs he shot? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, Fuchs. Um, His name, if you look at it, is F U C H S. Yeah. I always think fuck sucks, <laughs> but, but it's fuchs. Uh, they eventually take out this guy that's shooting at him. That's where our uh, one of our stars, Donald Moffat. Yep, shoots. Gary. Uh, yeah, Gary. Right in the fucking eye, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Fucking shoots him dead in the fucking eye. Yeah. Like killer shot. They uh, take this dog inside. Can't reach anyone on the radio. Oh, you skipped over how one dude was playing with grenades, oh, trying yep, to bomb yep, yep. the dog, and fucking literally blows himself to fucking yeah. smithereens. <laughs> That's right. I knew I knew I was missing something there. Um, yeah, that was funny as hell. Dumb motherfucker. Can you imagine the fucking confusion though? If you're you're in the middle of fucking nowhere, yeah, you've been with the people you've been with for a while. Suddenly, a chopper comes out of nowhere, and these dudes are just desperately trying to kill a fucking dog. Yeah, like I, 
I was confused in general. Just yeah. well, they the don't speak that... English. They're yep. Norwegian, mm-hmm. and fucking they're fucking throwing grenades and fucking sniping shit. Yeah, like I don't know if I'd shit myself or go into like action mode or what the fuck would happen. And it seemed like these guys were just kind of standing there, and it maybe they were just frozen in that. What the fuck do we do? They didn't. Yeah. It seemed like Gary, the guy who shot the dude, was the only one that was really doing anything about it. So yeah, but yeah, I mean. They uh they bring the dog inside. They're trying to call out on the radio. Can't reach anybody on the radio. The crew's talking. They want to go investigate this other camp. It's about an hour away. Um, they want to go see what the hell these people were up to. Um, so to get McCready to get the chopper ready and all that. You know, drunk old McCready. And uh, I had to write it down. His fucking little mini sombrero looking hat. <laughs> <laughs> fucking amazing <laughs> it went well with the fucking goggles yeah i could not take him seriously if when he starts flying and i'm like what the fuck is that hat you're in antarctica <laughs> why do you have that hat why like, the fuck not that's a fucking like south american gaucho cowboy looking hat and i'm like whatever i don't know man there's more sun in that area maybe true yes they, that is they true. probably have the, the times where it's like summer for like 30 days and shit yeah that that's that's one fact that's always like blown my mind about Antarctica is like you have huge risk of sunburn there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you so, get all the reflection off the snow too. Yeah. So it's like, and yeah. there's no trees or anything for fucking shades. So yeah. yeah. Um, so they go take off to investigate back at the camp. This dog's kind of looking around Mac and uh, copper. One of the doctors, right? Yeah. Dr. Copper, Dr. Copper. They land at the Norwegian camp. Um, it's, it was at this point that I wrote down the music is fucking. It was, I just wrote down the music with like five exclamation points. Yes, I mean, it's John Carpenter, and uh, I want to get this guy's name right. I'll mention more about him in trivia. Um, give me just a second. You can cut all this out, by the way. Oh, really? No, I'm going to leave it in. <laughs> yes, Dead it's air. John Carpenter and Ennio Morricone. I might be pronouncing that wrong, but yeah. Um, Maybe, probably. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the guy who did the music for this film. Um, So, yes, amazing 80s synth. You know, just all you got to say is John Carpenter music. You should know it. You should. You really, really fucking should. It is. um, I can't even think of the word for it. Awesome. Well, yeah, the basic word. Okay, awesome. <laughs> it's entrancing. It's transcendent. Yes. It's <laughs> yes. It it fits this film perfectly. Yeah. Yes. So they land at this camp. It's all burnt up, um, just destroyed. And bloody axe in the wall when they go inside. <laughs> yep. And then they find a dead, bloody body. Now, wasn't this fucking awesome? Just the fucking corpse itself. Yeah. I, I, like the blood is like icicles coming off of it, you know? Wasn't it just kind of like sitting in a chair too? Yeah. 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 Like he slid his own wrist. Mm-hmm. Whoever that was so fucking knew shit was going down and decided to end it. And like there's icicles of blood coming out of it. Yeah. It just sounds like a badass fucking metal band, like icicles of blood. <laughs> you know? Blood sickle. <laughs> blood sickles. <laughs> So yeah, they the look around more. They find this like I re, I call it like an igloo looking thing. It, it must was what was like a snow 
or an ice uh, ice grave, I guess. Yeah, it's a weird block of ice they cut out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then just uh, some burnt remains of something. I yeah. No. Well, there were pieces of human in there. That's for sure. Yeah. It it was something. You don't know. As a viewer, as them, you don't know what the fuck that was. It just looked like like it had the fucking the two heads like melted together. It looked like uh, what's that fucking painting with the uh, the guy where he's like and his face is all morphed and shit. The scream by Edward. The scream. Yes, thank you. Yeah, Yeah. I actually have that on my wall right now. Yeah. I do. That's right. Fucking no. I've seen that before. Yeah, that's kind of like what this the the shape of the face on this thing reminded me of. Is he? It reminded me of like a Cenobite from uh, Hellraiser. I know you haven't seen that, but uh, there's one that has like two heads and they kind of like swirl into like one thing in the middle. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, it's super <laughs> fucking disturbing. But yeah, that's what. I don't know if one played off the other one when they were made, but okay. I could definitely see that. All right. So they uh, fly back to the home base with the remains of this thing. Um, <laughs> and this dog that's still there, he's just just acting weird. Just staring blankly it's at just people. Just watching. Yeah. Observing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, Learning. <laughs> that dog like really freaked me out there at first. Uh, then they do an autopsy of this thing. And they... F- Realize it has very normal insides. Yeah, human insides. Yep. Almost perfect. Mm-hmm. All the organs, all the tissue, all that shit. So, very strange. Um, also, at this point, too, because the, we've seen like three different shots of it, I want to know what the fuck these guys are there researching. Because this just looks like a fucking giant man cave for all these guys to bro out in. <laughs> They totally. had 100%. pool table, video games, fucking booze, VHSs of fucking game shows and shit. See, and dude, that was one of the draws for it to me. Because <laughs> even if you if you go to well, like like I said, the one I was looking at was like Scott Air Force Base, sure, and that's a research base on Antarctica. If you look at like the pictures of how they live and everything, it's just like that. I mean, it is like spot on, just like you, you bring all your shit, whatever you can, you know, you're allowed to, allowed to bring weight wise. Mm-hmm. And then you just live there, you know? Yeah. In the middle of fucking nowhere with closest hospital is like 15 hours away. Oh, you know? God. Well, you're yeah, because they had a, they had an infirmary there or whatever, but yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, I didn't see them doing an ounce of fucking research. This was literally just guy's getaway weekend <laughs> that's what it looked like for hey, me <laughs> gotta have your downtime man it's like a fucking moose lodge in Ant- antarctica <laughs> when, it's like, when psychotic norwegians show up fucking shooting i think all research goes out the window for the day yeah that's true so i mean they are i guess technically researching the thing now but um so yeah clark one of the guys of the crew he takes the dog to this pen with these other dogs which, why didn't you do that right from the get-go? Dude, he had a fucking buddy. New friend. True, but like... you get a, you, When you get a new dog, do you fucking, you know, put it in a kennel right away? No, you play with it, right? Yeah, I guess, yeah. All right. Okay, I'm stupid. <laughs> um, so yeah, while this dog is uh, in this pen with the other dogs, the other dogs can 
sixth sense or whatever, realize, hey, this ain't no fucking dog. Uh, this dog's giving me weird vibes. And this is where we get like the first, well, I shouldn't say the first because we had the decomposing bodies or whatever, but uh, awesome effects, practical special yeah. effects. Uh, this dog like splits open almost like a <laughs> like the demogorgon from stranger things yeah the fucking head splits open into like four pieces and fucking teeth everywhere and like these spider-like creatures emerge well they're like tentacle like fucking oh yeah the little tendrils just gave me the fucking just ugh, ugh. i yeah. did not see like i know it. how they film that yeah yeah those are definitely reverse shots where they put the tendrils on the dog and then like pull them in Oh, okay. Yeah, when they're shooting out in all directions. Sure. Oh, yeah. so like when a tape measure comes flying back in and it's going exactly. squirrely. Okay, neato. Huh, yeah. I, that's cool. I never knew that. Um, my also, I had to write down, those poor actual dogs <laughs> 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 that were sitting there just probably terrified to all fuck as to like, what is going on? No shit, dude. Yeah traumatized fucking huskies or whatever dogs they were yeah i don't think they're traumatized i think they're killed (laughs) (laughs) well yeah a couple of them will be here very soon i literally just wrote fucked up dog murder yeah yep uh, these dogs start barking at it while this is happening clark comes to investigate a couple dogs get out I, i thought they did and Clark just kind of sees this monstrosity of what's going on as this spider thing is attacking the other dogs and absor- basically absorbing them. Mac and crew uh, come with some firepower. Who is it? Childs brings the flamethrower. Yeah. Because they have that one scene where, uh, who was it? I think Nalls comes into the room and he's like, Mac wants a flamethrower. Yeah. And then my next note is just dog pile, which is like the massive, like, amorphous blob of fucking. (laughs) And then one escapes, and they definitely fucking torch the rest. Yep. Childs lights it up, and just this fireball. Yeah. They take it out. So, good for them. (laughs) Then we get to some more autopsy fun. Uh, Doc. Who who doesn't love autopsy fun? Yeah. Sometimes. This is... Doc Copper and Doc Blair, like, I was confused as to who was who there for a minute. I couldn't, so I have written down Doc, Dr. Copper is the one doing the autopsy, but I think it's Blair, right? Um, I didn't write down who it was, actually. All it's I know Wil- is one has prediabetes. <laughs> yeah, Wilfred Brimley. I'm pretty sure it's Blair doing the autopsies, um, who is uh, Wilfred Brimley's character. Which, if anybody doesn't know who that is, you did not watch television in the early 2000s. Or ever. <laughs> or ever. Yeah. Or TikToks. Or I have diabetes. Vines. <laughs> Still love that TikTok of the cat that looks kind of yes! like Wilfred Brimley. Like, yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so, yeah, they're doing an autopsy on the dogs now. And. Doc Blair kind of explains how this thing works. It uh, it gets inside living organisms and almost it imitates them. Um, so it's like kind of like a parasite, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did. One other thing they brought back from the Norwegian camp was some videotapes. And uh, yeah, some classic VHS videotapes. <laughs> I love they, that. 
they're watching them to see if they can see anything as to about what happened. Um, not getting really any clues. Um, Mac goes out to look at this area that the Norwegians were investigating on. I mean, they got some clues. You could see where uh, there's something giant under the ground, yep. and you see where they cut out fucking that block of ice yep. that was in the Norwegian camp. Yep. So Mac goes to investigate. Um, they're there. It's this big, giant crater. Um, <laughs> and right down again, that stupid fucking hat. <laughs> That awesome fucking hat. Get it fucking right, dude. <laughs> I wrote down goofiest fucking hat. So, you you, fans, you just don't know what fashion is, man. I understand. Apparently, I not. see how you dress. <laughs> apparently not. I get it. Uh, so yeah, they go Mac and I just have two guys. I couldn't tell who they were. They go check out this big crater, which is a UFO wreck. It's the UFO yeah. that uh, crashed earlier in the opening scene credits. They found the spaceship. Yep. Um, they're back at camp, kind of talking over what this thing is. Childs, straight up, don't believe this voodoo bullshit. Yeah, it's voodoo. Yeah. You know? Space yeah. voodoo. Yeah, space voodoo. <laughs> Copper is looking over shit on the computer. Basically, the computer tells him there's a 75% chance the crew is already infected with uh, the thing. Yeah, just just before that, they had determined that uh, this spaceship or and this body that they found or whatever they cut out of the ice is at least like a hundred k old, hundred thousand yeah. years old. Yeah. So it's been there for a while, and whatever came out of it died while it was trying to escape and froze there. And that's that's all they really have to go off at that point. Yeah. So they kind of go stash the thing. Uh, where do they stash it at? Oh, in like a supply closet area, right? The the like uh, the corpse thing that they were autopsying. Yeah, they had like a spare, well, not really spare, but a supply closet to move yeah. shit out of to move it into. Yep, they go move it in there, and uh, this is when you, we, the viewers, see it's not dead because it's still moving. Hell yeah! Uh, and at this point, Blair has locked himself in. He uh. What what room was he in? He just he he locked himself in a room. I can't remember which one. But yeah, that's all you need. A room. That's all. Yeah. A room. Yep. A room. I don't need to know it's the fucking kitchen or bathroom, Aaron. Um, yep. I can't remember. Uh, Fuchs <laughs> shows uh, Mac some of the notes that Blair was writing down about uh, the percentage of being infected and and whatnot. In this supply closet, they're trying to get some more supplies when the thing attacks crew member Bennings. Yeah, I wrote down Bennings is fucked. Yeah, Bennings gets fucked up. Um, and then it kind of escapes out the window. Mac comes in and lights whatever he can on fire in that room. Uh, says, burn them all. Yep, burn them all. So they go to burn the rest of the remains. They go outside, dig a hole, burn them. Um, they Which can't. should have done in the beginning, you know. Right. Why, why, why bring who knows this to do that? Inside, yeah. It was dead, Aaron. But it wasn't. They didn't know that. <laughs> True. Um, they can't find Blair after doing this, so uh, they're kind of looking for him. Mac, here's a shot. Uh, when they do find Blair, he's gone fucking nuts. Yeah, he kind of goes off the fucking deep end. Yep. He just starts destroying all the radio equipment they have there. Chopper nope. gets sabotaged. Yep. Nobody can get in there. He's got a 
uh, fucking pistol he's shooting at anybody that comes near him. Um, I love it. I love this scene because uh, when he runs out of bullets, he literally throws the gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't see that often. No. He starts, <laughs> he, he's like, bang, bang, click, click. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I know the bullets didn't get you, but I'll hit you with this gun. <laughs> yeah. So they do eventually subdue him. Clark is real sad at this point because uh, Blair wound up killing all the dogs. Clark was really close to uh, the dogs. So they go lock up Blair uh, in another building outside. They barricade him in yeah. there. At this point, Blair's like, watch Clark yep. very Which, fucking closely because he spent a lot of time with the dog. Yeah. You know, and he's the way he's been moving ever since this dog showed up. Uh, is very to us as the viewer. He's very, he looks very suspicious. So you're like, yeah, something's up with Clark. So um, yeah. at this point, you know, this is where that tension building that you're talking about with the score and just uh, this yeah. whole, it's starting to come really to fruition now. Like, how do they know who's fucking human? Well, they uh, they at this point they decided to do a test yep. to test the blood of everybody. But then they went and checked on their blood reserves, which in Antarctica, you have to have, you know, a good satchel of blood in case, you know, you need it if you get hurt while you're out there. And all that blood's fucked up. Yep. It's all been fucking ruined. So somebody destroyed it, but uh, only like one person had a key to this closet. So they kind of suspect Copper or Gary. Those are like the two people that had possession of this key. Oh, Donald Moffat? Yep. Donald Moffat. Yeah. 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 Um, so Mac kind of orders to have Clark, Gary, and Copper sedated, and he's uh, recording a tape of this for any records. Um, like I said, paranoia, precautions really rising. That was a big note I wrote right now was like paranoia sets in and yes. Mac takes control. Yep. Fuchs happens to see a figure in the dark go outside. Uh, they break out in sets of teams to go look for this figure. Um, Which you never split the fucking group. Yeah. In a situation like this, never fucking split the group. Yeah. When everybody's already, you know, on edge. Yeah. Don't give anybody another reason to be more on yeah. edge. Yeah. He was out of my sight for five minutes. Kill him. Yep. Matt goes and asks Blair uh, if he's seen anything. They find Fuchs's body. Um, and then they light it. Oh, no. They see a light on in Mac's little shack. So Which some... he remembers turning it off. So. Yeah. So. Some Even reason. though he drinks a lot, but he 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 drinks <laughs> and gonna, he knows things, right? I'm not I'm not saying he's unreliable, but he does drink quite a bit in this movie. Yes. So uh And he's flying a chopper while drinking. I'm just throwing that out there. That's pretty dangerous. I mean there's no fucking cops in Antarctica, so Oh yeah, so it's fine. Legal, yeah. right? Yeah, totally. I mean technically it is legal. Yeah, totally. <laughs> there's no jurisdiction there <laughs> yeah um childs uh teeth david's character him and him and the team that stayed with him they started boarding up all the doors nulls uh kind of ditches mac because they think mac's infected Which is fucked up mm-hmm. he was like yeah i cut the line because they have those lines from building to building so you can get from building to building when it's fucking snowstorm in the middle of the snow yeah because you can't see shit you can't fucking do shit you're dead. You walk off in the middle of nowhere. You're not getting back. Mm-hmm. So cutting the line like that is fucking brutal. That's yeah. like, I meant to kill this person. If you ask me. Yeah. Matt comes back. He threatens to blow everything up. 
he gets back with a fucking stereotypical old school cartoony TNT. Like. Yeah, the dynamite thing. Yes. <laughs> uh, one of the other crew members, Hanrahan, he don't look so good right now. Did they already do the blood test? I didn't pass that, did they? No. Okay. We're coming up to that. No, no. Yep. Um, they go to uh, put Hanrahan on the table to like kind of look at him because he's really looking I, sick. And this fucking, fucking scene, love this scene. This was a jump, fucking jump scare <laughs> for me. Fucking Doc Hopper's like feeling his chest, and his chest opens up, and Hanrahan. Well, he gets or, a defibrillator. Yeah. Dude, that's what it's it like is. clear and he goes to put it on the chest and fucking the chest just opens up into a mob of fucking teeth and slime and fucking chomp down on his hands it's fucking beautiful bites both hands off just comes up oh my god yeah uh gotta love the practical effects man so luckily max right there with the fucking flamethrower lights it up uh the head pops off this thing oh yeah this is like an iconic scene from the movie. I mean, is this upside down head with the spider legs coming out of it? Yep. It's it's gruesome and it, horrifying and fucking beautiful at the same time. Yeah. Anybody who has arachnophobia, like, don't watch this movie. It's, it's <laughs> no, no, no. Watch this movie. <laughs> 100% watch this movie. <laughs> at your own risk, I guess. So. No, there is no risk. It's good. Watch it. It tries to escape before Mac... Uh, can light it up this point i have clark tries to attack mac clark had taken one of the scalpels and yep. comes after mac but uh mac winds up shooting him in the head yeah yep. which you know at this point clark seemed like he was the fucking you know infected one yeah and this is when they find out they this is when they do the blood test yep they do the they, blood test mac comes up with a simpler blood test i guess Basically, uh, everybody's going to cut themselves, drop some blood into little petri dishes. He's going to heat up some wire because we've already can figure out this thing doesn't like heat. So, Well, if- it just doesn't. It's it's pure survival. Every cell of the thing is trying to survive in its own way because it can remultiply and become, you know, something else. So even like the smallest drop of blood can fucking is in survival mode at all times, you know? Yeah. So if this hot piece of wire touches blood that's been infected, the blood is going to react. So, yeah. which uh, have you ever watched a South Park? There's a South Park episode yes. where Cartman does this test. Yeah, I and, can't remember uh, what it was for. Uh, yeah, but like, Ugh! oh god, did you see that? Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. God, I can't remember what it is either. But uh, so they start drawing blood from everybody. Um, which here's something to think about too. They didn't sterilize this fucking blade. If you, if everybody, <laughs> if somebody was infected, you're all cutting with the same fucking blade. Were they all cutting with the same blade? Sure were. <laughs> I have to go back and watch that again because yeah, then they're all infected. <laughs> yep, sure fucking were. So they do the tests. Clark and Copper were not infected. Yeah. Which, so, I mean, that's got to weigh heavily as shit on Mac because yeah. he just shot Clark dead in the fucking head. Yep. I mean, he murdered him. So, but Palmer is infected. And Palmer 
absorbs one of the other guy's uh, windows. They're tied to the chairs together, like mm-hmm. him and windows and one other one. Childs. Childs, yeah. Childs. And this is when the Venus flyhead happens. Yep. That's what I got right now. Yep. Just absorbs him into one, you know, big glop of a person. Mac fries him again with the fucking flamethrower. Um, so after that's all taken care of, they test the rest. Nalls, Childs, and Gary all test good. They are not infected. Everyone else is cleared, and now is when they go on the hunt. Yep. So they go to find and test Blair, but he's tunneled out. They go in. He's little... missing. Yeah. He's got a secret tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> secret tunnel <laughs> uh, they go down in this little tunnel and do a hidden workshop um, and it looks like he's building a, a little tiny UFO kind of looks like uh, Rick's ship from uh, Rick and Morty <laughs> yeah <laughs> at this point the thing cuts all the power so there's no lights no nothing going on at the station so Mac uh, blows up this little workshop that Blair had going and starts blowing up the rest of the base, too. Yeah, they start firebombing the entire site. Yep. Uh, they start to rig up the, the generator. At um, this point, uh, Blair reemerges. He attacks Gary. <laughs> Do you want to know what I wrote for this? Sure. I wrote Blair finger face fuck scary. <laughs> yeah, he does. Because <laughs> he literally sticks his like fingers into his face. Yeah. Like into was... the cheek and up into the it's such good fucking effects. Effects, man. Yes. Yeah. Amazing effects. Um and then we get to see a mega thing. Yeah. The big bad thing. Uh just comes up, starts, you know, attacking him. Mac hits it with his, you know, cartoony little dynamite thingy. <laughs> and uh, the note I wrote for that is TNT. <laughs> I wrote down Matt. Mac hits it with dynamite. Explosion. Explosion. <laughs> Explosion. <laughs> so uh, it just makes me think of the Filthy McMassey where what part in Filthy McMassey when he sticks his dick through that chick's head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just that comes on. TNT. <laughs> nice. Um, Mac uh, regroups with Childs. Yeah, he's the only survivor for a minute, but then shows and, up uh, with uh, regroups, yeah. Yep, and uh, you're kind of wondering, well, where the fuck was he? And they're just kind of sitting there. They, uh, they share a drink. They're both... You get this feeling that they both don't suspect... That the others, who they say they are. I mean, they at this point, it seems like they both feel it's futile, you know? Yeah. Well, they and said, they're just resigned to death, you yeah, know? Because what, they're supposed to be there for still another, what, five months or something? Yeah. Yeah, so they're pretty much just going to sit there and freeze to death. If Which one is of them, fucked. If one of them isn't the thing, you know? Even if it is, though, it, it wants to refreeze itself. So that it gets picked by someone who doesn't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. Because the thing isn't stupid. There's there's a bunch of whole there's a whole shit ton of fan theories yeah. behind this. Like, um, do you have any trivia that you're gonna talk about about this scene in particular? No, I do not, so one of the theories is that uh Childs is a thing. 
Okay. Because if you watch that scene again, you can see Mac's breath, but you can't see Childs' breath that's at all. That's true. I have heard that before, actually. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, fucking, this, yeah. This is one of them endings that's very, you know, just vague, open to... It's a discussion ending, basically. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's depressing. Yeah. And yes, it's fucking... Very much. Yeah. They share a drink, and uh, we have credits. That's the end. That That's is the thing. The thing. Oh, I wish I could like do the fucking eerie John Carpenter music because we just like insert a little clip right here. Like, I might insert a little bit. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, all right. So this is a B movie. So that means it's me first. So. This is you. I, I don't have too many notes as far as the review goes. I just have to say A++ a plus plus for the effects. The practical and any other, you know, special visual effects were phenomenal. Like, I don't know if this won Oscars or not, or won any awards, but it damn sure should have just for 100%. the effects. 100 fucking percent. Um, and as we've said many times already, the score to this movie is outstanding. This is just pure tension at its finest, you know. Um, acting at certain points was meh, but uh, just I can't really say much more. That you you need to watch this for the score and the effects and. Just to have that sense of like impending dread, yeah, following you this whole fucking movie. Um, I'm giving this an eight out of ten. Eight, uh, we'll give it uh, eight fireballs from a flamethrower out of ten. Eight but, uh, flame shots out of ten. Yeah, eight flame shots. Yeah. So this is a this is one that needs to be watched. I'm glad I finally crossed it off my list. So if you've never seen it, yeah, definitely go check it out. As far as I go, I'm I'm right up there with you. Um, the music is it captures my imagination and my life and my heart all the time. And when I hear music like this, the synthy '70s '80s fucking horror music, I could just put this on the background and just you know listen to that. I I actually have fucking the album from uh, Dawn of the Dead and Zombie and Goblin. I nice. have fucking, you know, actual music that I'll put on every now and then. I still need to get the vinyls. I'm definitely buying the vinyls. I've been looking at it in the Dawn Dawn one. It's kind of expensive. But anyways, the suspense in this movie is fucking delicious. It's you're constantly guessing who it could be. I mean, you know, Kurt Russell's the main character because he's a top build. Yeah. But there's even that point in the movie where it's like, yeah, he was infected. We cut him loose. You know, it's it keeps you thinking. The whole story itself, in general, keeps you thinking. The effects, fucking top notch. To this day, even watching it now, I was still blown away by how fucking beautiful these were. Yeah, how well done they were. Yeah, just sexy as shit. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I find horse sexy. That's weird. <laughs> hey, I should, I should probably talk to my their therapist own. about that. No, yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that find horse sexy. So it's yeah, it's not 
the gore or anything. It's just the way they do it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just so well done. Yeah. Anyways, I landed on a nine out of ten on this. Right. This came real close to being a solid ten, but nice. I landed at the nine nine uh, head spiders. Head spiders. All right, out of ten. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right, let's see what the critics have to say about it. IMDb gives it an 8.2 out of 10, so right there along with me. And Rotten Tomatoes, it is, as you should expect, certified fresh, uh, 84%, 84% tomato meter, 92% audience score. So more in line with Gavin's uh, 9 yeah. out of 10 there. So um, as I said for trivia here, uh, we mentioned very early on about the title card you were talking about uh, how cool that looks. So the opening title attempts to replicate the appearance of the original Howard Hawks film to create this effect an animation cell with the thing written on it was placed behind a smoke filled fish tank, which was covered with a plastic garbage bag. The bag was ignited, creating the effect of the title burning onto the screen. That's fucking awesome. So that's how they did that. Um, as for some others, let's see here. One day after shooting a scene with the flamethrower, Kurt Russell pulled a practical joke on John Carpenter by covering his face and head with bandages and claiming he had gotten burned. What a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suing you, John Carpenter. <laughs> ah, I'm just fucking with you. Um, to give the illusion of icy Antarctic conditions... Interior sets on the uh, sound stages where they filmed in Los Angeles were refrigerated down to 40 degrees Fahrenheit while it was well over 100 degrees outside. So it must have cost a fucking arm and a leg. Probably. They basically just got to cool this entire fucking building. (laughs) Yeah. They've basically filmed inside like a walk in cooler. Like if you ever go into like the beer cave at fucking Quick Trip, that's probably what they filmed inside. Except on like a mass scale. Yeah. Very, very much so. Um, it has become a tradition in British Antarctic research stations to watch the thing as part of their midwinter feast and celebration held every June 21st. Let's, let's terrify the shit out of all the newbies. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's such um, a good idea. Uh, just a, a little more uh, trivia on the music for this. Unused music composed for this film was later used by Ennio Morricone, uh, the composer who did the music for this film in Quentin Tarantino's film, The Hateful Eight. Ironically, Morricone's Thing score was nominated for a Razzie for worst score, while his score for The Hateful Eight won him an Oscar. That's (laughs) fucking... I I can't even wrap my head around that. It's a travesty, yeah. I guess it's aged like a fine wine. Yeah, I would definitely say that. So... Um, Let's see, one more to wrap up the trivia here. This one was pretty pretty neat. Uh, in August 2003, a couple of hardcore fans, Todd Cameron and Steve Crawford, ventured out to the remote filming location in Stewart, British Columbia, and after 21 years, found remains of outpost number 31 and the Norwegian helicopter. The rotor blade from the chopper now belongs to Todd and rests in his collection of memorabilia from uh, from the film. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that I want to go there and find something and fucking bring it home. Right. Stuart, Why do they just leave the shit there? 
there's probably still stuff there. Stuart, British Columbia. So for anybody that wants to go try and find some shit. But, uh, but yeah, speaking of uh, finding shit, you should go find us. Yeah. We're not shit, but yeah, go find us on the social medias. Uh, <laughs> uh, contact us, give us recommendations, uh, talk shit, anything you want. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, find us on Instagram at mfab underscore podcast, on TikTok at mfab underscore pod. You can also find us still on Facebook, Movies from A to B or MFAB Podcast, as well as our Gmail, mfabpodcast at gmail.com. And while you're on your little, uh, whatever you're listening to on right now, just do me a favor. Go to our little page there. We have, uh, that's where you download our episodes and listen to them. <clears throat> while you're there, you know, hit that little five star. Hit that little follow button. Give us the love we need. Give us the love we crave so we can keep making more and more of this delicious ear candy for you. It's what we strive to do. Yes, we need the love. We need the love. <laughs> Speaking of love. Without we... you, we are nothing. So, yeah, we uh, really hope you enjoyed this. Thank you, fans, for making your voices heard and voting for us to do this. We will definitely have to do one of these again uh, sometime, maybe with a, an A movie this time around. or possibly... Oh, yeah, definitely an A movie. Okay, perfect. But uh, this was fun. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. So we hope you yeah. stick around and uh, check out our next episode. You got anything else more to add today, Gavin? Um, just go watch the thing. Fucking yes. get the movie. You can get it pretty cheap at a resale shop if you want to, or I'm sure there's streaming services that have it. Just fucking find it, watch it. It's a, it's it's a, it's a good flick. Yes, it's a classic, and like you said, it it stands the test of time. It holds up great. Yeah, those effects like are. You know, we're what 41 years from yeah. its, its release, and they are fantastic. Can't speak enough about them. So, um, I'm sure you've uh, had enough of us yapping, so we are going to call it a day. Uh, thanks once again for listening. I'm Aaron, and I'm Gavin, and we will see you next time. Peace. Bye. Next time on the MFAB podcast, it's a cross country hunt with Nicholas Cage. Think you know what it is? Go share your guest over on our Instagram. So until then, that's a wrap. Cut!